I did my research on the company numbers and balance sheets and growth plans, the sector growth and everything, everything looked good, but the management quality I was not able to assess very well. And that made my life a little bit difficult because when the share started falling due to the management quality, I had trust in the business, but I could not trust the management. Hello, fellow risk takers, and welcome to my worst investment ever. Stories of loss to keep you winning. In our community, we know that to win in investing, you must take risk, but to win big, you've got to reduce it. My name is Andrew Stotts from A. Stotts Investment Research, and I'm here with featured guest Gaurav Sharma. Gaurav, are you ready to rock? Sure, yeah, 100%. All right, let's do it. So, why don't you tell the audience a little bit about your background? So, yeah, as Andrew mentioned, I'm Gaurav from India. I have good uh, 10 years of experience in equity investing. I'm a postgraduate MBA. That, that's about me. Okay, great. And you, you were saying about nine, a little bit more than nine years of experience in the profession of investing. That's great. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. All right. Well, now it's time to share your worst investment ever. And since no one goes into their worst investment thinking it will be, tell us a bit about the circumstances leading up to it and then tell us your story. Sure, sure. How all it began, you know, during the period when I was very young and started, you know, the stock market started, you know, making everyone interested in it. I was also one of those guys who, you know, took and, you know, jumped into it. I borrowed some money from one of my friend's father and he was kind enough to believe in my investment philosophy. It was a, a kind of a loan that I took from the guy. And uh, I, because I was very young and, you know, was trying to make big very soon in the market, I tried to look for the multi-baggers only. And there I realized that, okay, there's a company called Educom. And I picked it on it and I realized I did some, you know, balance sheet analysis and, you know, the basic research work that everyone does. And I was able to, you know, pick the stock during the peak in 2008-9 time period. Uh, the company was into, you know, education plus technology mix, where India as a country was going to the revolution of education, private education, schools coming up, international schools coming up. Everybody was betting big on education. And if you mix that education with the technology, that was a big, big, big plus. And, you know, I was able to, uh, you know, see the huge opportunity that the company had in it. I bought the stock. I bet really, really big on it. And the numbers look good as well. You know, every one or two years, there was very good news about, you know, 15 to 20 schools taking that service from Educom, the K-12 education system, the technology, the, I, the, the, the tab that they wanted to bring into every you know, student's hand. Everything was going great. But every story has an end. And, uh, you know, businesses work. If the sector is good, they'll work. If the companies both plans are there, it will work. But if the management is not able to understand and play and, you know, make investors' life easy by telling them everything, if you if you try to hide, if you try to play with the accounting standards, if you try to siphon off some money, now and then investors will get to know. But because I had, you know, uh, so the company, the, the founder of the company had other plans with regards to managing the company, 
he you know had a few allegations with regards to the proper management of the money uh, you know siphoning of some bit of money through other transactions investing in other asset classes of you know by taking money out of the company books you know company fudging basically fudging of the books but then i did my research on the company numbers and balance sheets and growth plans the sector growth and everything everything looked good but the management quality i was not able to assess very well and that made my life a little bit uh, difficult because when when the shares started falling due to the management quality i had trust in the business but i could not trust the management obviously the stock took a beating it was a 90% loss of the whole money and i got out when it fell around 90% the stock but still you know uh, the learning plus the you know the outcome of this whole big four years of investment was that okay uh, you know businesses can be good you know the company the pipeline of you know growth plans is good but if the management is not capable enough and is not very smart enough to understand different roots of causes that can come to disrupt it it will fail and it will hurt the investors very 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 badly and yeah that was my one of the worst investments that i had and i lost 90% and how did you handle your friend's father it was a very very emotional uh, you know uh, ride for both of us actually me and uh, uh, you know my friend as well because you know his father gave the money but it was the friend who was in between that this this transaction so mm-hmm. yeah initially it was really really tough these things happen and you know you try to you know explain the reasons but you know it really takes some time for both of us to you know realize that okay it was a bad decision we took a wrong bet and it went really really bad to hurt us but then yes he trusted again on me not right away now we had a very good relationship again since you know we have matured both of us have matured enough to understand that okay these things happen and you know what could have been done a very good due diligence of management could have been done at that point in time but uh, yeah the initial few months were really really bad for both of us but then again you know you uh, you try to manage these things and uh, we overcame it how long did it take for this fall was it very quickly or did it happen over a long period of time it was a quick fall it took around uh, you know uh, one quarter maximum to you know this whole thing to play out initially it was a small uh, fall the news came out and you understand the breaking news that business channel runs and you know it take everyone you know the panic starts and you know it falls how did you feel at the time i mean if you when sometimes when we do a lot of research and we feel good about and i have another story of this about a technology education company in korea similar type of thing but the point is is that all of the research on the sector on the company actually looks probably pretty fantastic yeah so that it, is the problem when it starts falling what do you do management is not there to support it when you research something about it you realize that if i was at that ceo's place i would have done the same i would have done the same kind of you know business everything would have been same except that siphoning of the money doing bad transactions doing bad dealings giving money to my family members so these kind of things if i would have not done the company would have been you know at a very 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 great stage yeah but i was not there as a ceo and the guy played out his plans 
let's run through some of the lessons that you learned from that that you carry i'm sure to today exactly yeah you know uh, since that bad investments that we call i have realized that okay numbers do tell a story but only numbers do not tell the whole story we need to have a proper channel check or partner check kind of analysis on the management quality and management consistency as well the balance sheets can be fudged and these things generally do not come out as soon as they are you know fudged so misreporting can go on for a longer time the investor has to be very very sure about obviously the numbers has to the numbers need to be very good with regards to the investment the consistency has to be there but the management needs to be there to support it there has to be some you know con- some control over the management with regards to bad doing the shareholder activism if, if this can be you know built upon and shareholders are able to understand what is going on with the company in and out then these things can be sorted out and that's what i do right now now every time when i look at the company 70 to 80% of my time goes with the numbers but remaining time obviously goes to understand the management quality and the consistency of reporting and for this investment it sounds like because you were young and excited about it you may have taken most of your money and put it into this one stock yes and so that's another factor um you know is is kind of how we manage risk also exactly that, so, uh, the diversification is there but you know uh, when obviously the young blood suggests that okay i'll uh, my money will double it 2 years 3 years 4 years but then yeah uh, a concentrated bet if i was matured enough and still if i would have have done that management quality analysis i would have gone 30 to 40% in a single stock but still that particular analysis of management should have been there to you know stop it yep okay and um, one question is do you think that there's something that you could have done to have uncovered this before you got into it as far as the management or was yeah. the management behavior so in other words was there some signs of management before you got in you just didn't see them or you didn't pay attention or was it the case that the management was good and then all of a sudden they did something bad i would uh, go with the option to the management looked good it would look true and fair to me however in fy 16 17 when i realized and, and i went back to understand the balance sheet and i compared the same annual report with the 2012 13 annual reports i understand that okay these were the silly mistakes that i was not able to identify during that one in time it is all about you know uh, research is there but if you are able to read you know between the lines in the annual reports of the company you can understand some some bit of wrong doing in in there okay and that raises the concern and then comes the channel checks you know you try to see the who all are part of the management what kind of behavior that they did with their previous stint in different companies you know and the intentions can be just through various interviews that that the people give to different people we we you know we make a very uh, sad mistake that we only believe in ourselves that okay i did the research i'm 100% right about it but you know okay he's the ceo we understand but even though you are a ceo but we need to look after you know every we need to basically we need to read between the lines there let me summarize some of my takeaways from it first thing is that i think it's a good lesson for all of us that no matter where we are in our life when we have bad news and we're having bad time that's the most important time 
to communicate. Yeah. Most people avoid communication and most companies avoid communications at that time. I think one of the things that I've learned over the years is that investors and fund managers don't expect a company to be perfect. And so therefore, getting out there and saying, this is bad, this is wrong, this is not working for us or something like that is not as bad as, as it feels. People exactly. are going to accept that. So I think that's my first takeaway. The second one is overconfidence. And we all suffer it at times where we get, we focus in on what we're looking at. And as you said about channel checks and other things, we just really focus on our work and our, we build confidence through that work. And sometimes that's a very false confidence. And then the third thing I would take away and my final thing is that experience comes with age. It would be nice if we could, you know, start investing at a young age and not make any mistakes. But the truth is that sometimes we just have to make these mistakes to really deeply learn them. Is there anything you'd add? You have summarized it perfectly. I'll just say one, one line. Fail fast, fail early. That's it. Yep. That's, that's it. I think that's a good title for our uh, thing. <laughs> fail fast, fail early <laughs> and get through it. All right, so now let's bring it down to this one question about actionable advice, which is based on what you've learned from this story and what you've continued to learn. What one action would you recommend our listeners take to avoid suffering the same fate? Uh, you know, actionable uh, advice that I'll have for everybody. You know, we need to read between the lines in the annual reports. That's it. That's it need to read between the lines in the annual reports. There are a lot of things that are said, but not written in these lines, and we need to understand and act upon it. Act wisely. Also, there's one line, you know, fail fast, fail early, but obviously learn from it and recover very, very fast. All right. And uh, tell us about yourself. What is your number one goal for the next 12 months? <laughs> I want to learn more. As I said, you you know, the maturity, as you mentioned that, you know, maturity comes with age. And I believe the next year will be giving me a lot of more maturity about choosing my investments in a more, more smart way. I'll be able to understand more about the management as I meet more people every day. I'm trying to judge and understand what exactly goes on behind their mind to, you know, run their companies. And that's it. I want to learn more, more, more. Yeah. Yep. The audience can't see it, but you can see what's behind me. Exactly. A number of books, man. Come on. Great. I have a, I have a very large library at my home and this wow. is a tiny, tiny number of the books that I've read, but I feel the same as you. Great. And I want to congratulate you for sharing your story because the reality is, is by sharing our worst investment ever, we're learning from it too. So Here's three cheers to learning more. So, all right, listeners, there you have it. Another story of loss to keep you winning. To find more stories like this, previous episodes, and resources to help you reduce your risk, visit myworstinvestmentever.com. Now, as we wrap up, Gaurau, thank you again for coming on the show. I know it's painful talking about our losers, but our listeners are learning to win as a result. Do you have any parting words for the audience? Just one line, fail fast, fail early, but again, learn fast and recover very, very, very fast. Amen. Well, that's a wrap on another great story to help us create, grow, and protect our wealth, fellow risk takers. 
I'll see you on the upside.